Welcome to my podcast, Exploring Past Lives with Karen Joy. I am Karen Joy. For over a decade, I've been doing regressions with people who want to experience a past life and sometimes their life between lives. I'm the author of several books, including the groundbreaking book, Lost Soul, Wise Soul, How Our Challenging Past Lives Shape Our Future. In this unique podcast, I speak to people who have actually experienced one or more past lives. Some have also visited their life between lives, which is also known as the afterlife. Come with me now to learn what can happen in a past life regression, what a past life experience is like, how it unfolds, and how it impacts on our current lives. So today we're very lucky to have with us Kylie, who's going to share her experiences of coming for a regression, and she's going to talk about her past lives and anything that you want to, Kylie. So welcome. Oh, thank you for having me, Karen. It's a pleasure. So we might start out by asking you a little bit about your spiritual perspective, where that came from this lifetime and, yes, how that's played out for you. Yeah, I've I have always been connected to source and spirit ever since I can remember in this lifetime. And it's been a challenging journey because I felt quite isolated um, in that experience as a child. So it's been a long journey to get to where I am now, um, but it's been a very full journey as well. I just haven't really talked about it over the years until recently. Okay, good. Well, I'm glad you're talking about it now. So is there anything about that that you want to share? Like, it was, you were very isolated and what was happening for you? Can you tell us a little bit about that when you were younger? Yeah, I um, grew up, you know, having um, the ability to see spirits, uh, people's auras, read people's minds. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Um, It was very challenging because I didn't understand it. Um, And often what came out of someone's mouth wasn't actually what they were thinking. Um, and obviously a child growing up in the 70s and 80s, I was born in the 70s and I grew up in the 80s, I wasn't really allowed to speak out what I heard. <laughs> so, so it got me in trouble a bit, I think. <laughs> I, well, I can imagine that being very confusing because, uh, you know, we don't understand these things and there's no, not a lot of context for them, is there, in our day-to-day lives? People are so busy surviving and getting on with things that those sort of experiences aren't spoken about. No, they're not. And, you know, it's still very closeted spirituality, wasn't it? I mean, if I, you know, can reflect on past lives, for example, I've had so many lives being burnt on the stake. Um, For example, when I was a little girl and it was Guy Fawkes and the guy was on the fire, you know, ready to be burnt, I was absolutely terrified of that. And I had no idea until I... Um, got a bit older and had recollections of of those lifetimes. So, you know, there's so much history around that. Um, yeah. And, and part of probably why I've stayed in the closet for so long as well. So you've been sort of hiding a little bit. Well, understandably, uh, because if you've had been burned at the stake for your beliefs in the past, that's another issue. And then I've never thought of that before. Guy Fawkes, yes. When we were younger, of course, that was a yearly event. Yeah. And 
if you'd been burned at the stake, you could imagine that some people would be freaked out. I'd yeah. never thought of that before. Yeah. Yeah. And I wow. was really little too. Um, so it was very confusing. Um, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so that's, uh, that's from the British, um, I can't remember the name of the guy who was, uh, it, maybe our American listeners might uh, know anything about Guy Fawkes, but it was a bit of a celebration, wasn't it, of fires and crackers yeah. and everything yeah. that we used to have until people stopped it because of the uh, danger to uh, starting fires. Yes. And so we don't do that anymore. But when I was a child, of course, they did it. So, uh, yes, that's an interesting thing that you've shared there. I wonder if anybody else has had that feeling and maybe they have. So that might be helpful to someone. I, I dare say so. And when I reflect on past lives as well, you know, I've been drowned, um, you know, whatever happened to witches I have experienced. Um, wow. So yes. I can recall, you know, I, like I've done a few past life regressions and I've certainly experienced uh, some of those in, in lifetimes. So that's been really powerful. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe it would be lovely if you could share a little bit about your past life because people do like to hear about that, maybe a specific one or two. We did a couple, I think, together, you and yeah. I. But you decide what you share. Yeah, I will, I will discuss the last one I did with you um, in, in our session because, um, interestingly enough, I was um, in the past life, I was actually um, drowned uh, through the dis- different circumstances, not being considered a witch. And someone actually rescued me I was bound and gagged and I was rescued out of the water and um, as it transpired the locals in this village that I ended up living in did think that I was a witch because I miraculously survived this drowning but they didn't actually know the man had rescued me out of the water and I ended up living this this life um, whereby I, I was a witch um, and I lived off the land and lived, you know, grew herbs and knew what to do. And it was very symbolic because I'd, I knew in that lifetime that I'd lived many lifetimes like that. And it comes through a lot in how I live now. Um, and the symbology of that is, you know, I, I feel and I see we bring all of our lives forward lives and behind lives and current lives, you know, wherever they're all happening at the same time, we bring it into the person and the body that we're in now. And it and it plays such a role in who we are in this lifetime. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I find that so powerful because it's like, it's almost like embracing all of that t- t- to make up who we are today. And I think that's really powerful. I think that's why I like, I like the cons, the, the, doing the past life regressions because it kind of paints a picture and creates a little bit more acceptance of who we are in, in our lives. Yes. So what you're saying is we're, most of most people just look back at their current life and their childhood and think that that's what's shaped them, not realising they've had lifetimes of experiences that are uh, being manifested through them Yes, in their and- day-to-day lives. Yes, and so many lifetimes and not just like land-based lives, but galactic lives and lives on different, you know, like lives in different bodies. Like I've been, I've been an animal in past lives and that's one of the lives regressions I did with you. And um, we are so, so many facets. So many facets. So yeah. And and, playing out. (laughs) Yeah. And at all times. And it's, it's quite mind boggling. (laughs) 
Wow, I think it is. And so with the with that animal life, can you share that? I don't remember that, but can you just share that briefly because that's a little bit unusual for our listeners? Yeah, um, I, it was really unusual and it surprised me too. I was a... Um, I was a tiger or a leopard. I, I, the details around that were quite vague. I was a big cat there. And um, it surprised me because I looked down and I saw these humongous paws. And um, I lived obviously roaming the plains and living on the land. And it's very much a part of who I am now. I'm very connected to land and I need to be out on the ground every day. I have to take my shoes off. I have to be out in nature. And it's very much a part of who I am in this body as well. So I find tying that in to be so incredibly powerful. Wow. So that was more help in self-understanding, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And it does. And for me, regression work, creates more of an understanding of our whole self and who we are we're, we're always eternally trying to seek who we are aren't we and yes and I think um as a picture it it makes us have a better understanding of the soul that we are in this body yeah that makes sense to me yes so so it's been helpful for you that doing the regressions but you've got because you're psychic in yourself you have remembered a lot of those past lives uh, spontaneously anyway, would you say, or bits of them? Yeah, yeah, I can spontaneously regress and um, actually at a whim sometimes. It's not hard for me to do uh, and I will easily go into a regression, say, in a Shavasana at the end of a yoga class. Um, so it's not difficult for me to, to do that. We did that regression a little while ago. So can yes. you explain? Blaine, or tell us why you did decide to do the regression with me specifically? Yeah. Well, I read your book and it was so amazing. And I was just like, oh, I love this work. And then I saw you on the Sunshine Coast and I was like, oh, even better. This was pre-COVID, wasn't it? So like yes. it was, yeah. So um, I could come see you, which I thought was absolutely amazing. But by the time I got to see you because of the wait list to see you, at first I was like, oh, I wanted, I need to do some more past life regression work just to get an understanding of where I was at in current spaces of my life. And then by the time I got to you, it was like that uh, curiosity had expanded into the in-between lives for me. So we did, um, we covered the past lives, which was the that lifetime of living as a witch and then living as the big cat but then we naturally morphed into the between life space which was incredibly powerful because um it gave me a total understanding of my role here in this lifetime with my work that I'm currently doing that I'm called to do and to come out of the closet as the work I do, which has been really powerful. Um, but getting in touch with, and I noticed when I read back on the notes, uh, I was, even though I was experiencing so much, I wasn't able to speak it. It just wasn't coming out naturally to me. But the, but the experience of the in-between lives was... Um, galactic 
and I I don't pinpoint any one thing in terms of like um, I work with the Seven Sisters um, constellation. Uh, I also work with the Galactic Federation when I channel my work. You know, the, the, all the archangels come in, whatever anybody needs for the session comes in. But when I experienced that in between lives, it was the total confirmation of what what I was meant to be doing here and why I was meant to be doing it. And I was just told, I'm, I'm always downloading and being told anyway, but just being in session with you and being facilitated to be in that actual space as additional confirmation. It was like, yeah, I'm here because my job is as a light worker to work with the other light workers is to bring more healing to the planet and to help facilitate other people to heal their wounding so that they can bring more light down into the planet too. And, um, and it's been really, really um, supportive to have sat okay. in that session with that. Yeah. So that sounds pretty interesting. So can you help us understand a little bit more like how that plays out with, with the work that you do I mean you don't have to but that would be I think that might be quite interesting for people yes so when I work on a, just a straight channel I just um I just and <laughs> it seems so easy I don't quite even know how to say how it happens it just literally I just channel in the energy um from from source, you know, where everything's one, right? You know, but I, I am just a direct channel up into the solar system for whatever energy needs to come down for the healing for that person. And for that very, person. Yeah. And so is, is it, are you speaking to them or is it just energetically? Can, all, all of it. And all it's it. very, very specific to the person. One session is never, ever the same. I never know what I'm going to say or do. Um, I would say that my body's just taken over. Yeah. And so you're in a sort of different space, sort of. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, while I'm doing that, I'm still me in my body as well. Okay. Pretty interesting then. So I can be channeling and tuning in and being me totally and asking really direct questions. Okay. And so I can be myself talking at the same time. Yeah. So I suppose that multidimensionality concept yeah. is what kicks in. Yeah, it sounds like you're connected. Yeah. And it just happens naturally and it always has done. And I used to think years ago when I was talking to people, <laughs> things would come out of my mouth and I would think, oh my goodness, they are going to think I'm crazy. And then I'd find out that um, someone would say to me, oh yeah, that was my son that died or something, you know? And so as I've been in, I've been in training for over 20 years because I've been doing this naturally and doing with friends and some family for the last 20 years. Um, but yeah, but now I literally get people on the table more. <laughs> well, that that sounds very familiar to me from other people saying that often they would feel they're they're sort of compelled or told to say something to somebody like maybe yours has just come through, but 
that reminds me of people I've spoken to who said they've felt compelled to say something to somebody and they think that they're going to think they're crazy, but they never do. <laughs> no. And and I actually couldn't stop a lot of it. I have learned to censor it over the years, but sometimes it would just come out because it was meant to. You know, yes. we're all we're all here to help heal each other. And I firmly believe that everybody's got that talent in different capacities regardless of what it is um and so mine's just doing that I was told by the by I call them my team that I work with now because there's so many coming at different times that I'm here to help heal people and that's just the job I was given like it's that simple yes and then it sounds like from what you've said before too about being uh, coming out more that that's been a bit of a theme in your current life too from all these previous experiences you had like <laughs> the Guy Fawkes thing and everything yeah to break through that fear barrier I guess would you say that's true or yeah total absolute total fear around um judgment and persecution uh yeah and so that's been a journey in itself so when I when I say uh, I work healing people, I've spent so many years working on healing myself that I there's nothing that I see or work with with people that surprises me because we all have the same love, fear, emotions. Yes. Uh, it just presents itself in different ways. So I feel I've gone through a few journeys in, in my lifetime here on this planet, in this body, and I just... I. It, at times I was wondering, gosh, what's this all about? And now it all makes sense as to why I've experienced what I experienced so that I could be of service to people to understand, you know, pain and suffering and love and hate, you know, they're all just emotions. Yes. Yes. They are just emotions, but they feel pretty strong when we have them, don't they? They do. They do. And that's part of the process of healing is, learning to manage these human bodies from a spiritual perspective, but still live in this world, you know, and, you know, there's that beautiful saying, what is it? Um, be in this world, but not of it. Yes. Um, and it's a powerful place to come from. And I try and, I try and live by that because to me it's true and real. Um, <clears throat> I connect in, I connect into my galactic side, uh, not as a not as a tool to do my work. I'm actually always connected to it. There's actually no separation between how I live my day and and when I'm tuned in, into my work. It's just yes. a natural byproduct of who I am. And and as time's gone on and doing regression work and doing this work, it's enabled me to accept that that's who I am and how I operate and it's totally okay now. <laughs> well, that's good. Uh, but uh, can I just mention that you've got um, a family, children, and so you're you're very much, uh, let's say, logged into the, the physical world as well, you know. So I just, just the way you were speaking, people might think that you're um, a bit of a hermit who's <laughs> away with the, the theories <laughs> in this lovely space, but you are quite grounded too, aren't you? 
I have to make an effort to be grounded. If I get too carried away, the lunches might not get made or dinner might not get on. Sometimes I end up in my garden and the pots are burning themselves away on the (laughs) dome top. Um, I do honestly admit that it's very hard to stay grounded. Um, And it's, yeah, it can can be a real challenge for me. Um, For everyone, I would think, when we're, to, to keep, the, to integrate the two sides of our being when we're in a physical body, I think, yeah, I think it is quite challenging. But of course, that's the journey. And that's, I guess, that's the fun of it all is to, to find out how to do that. Yeah. And it is a journey. And that's what we're meant to be here for to journey life and have fun and experience it. And I think, you know, I, I find regression work fun, you know, all this work I love and I find fun. So to me, digging into the depths of all the corners of emotions and stuff is really liberating for me and, and, and it lightens the load for life. We're meant to, we're meant to have fun while we're here. Well, that's right. So Kylie, can I ask you a bit of a personal question? Um, do you do you get frustrated, angry, and annoyed at times? Like you, you sound so lovely, light, and and happy. <laughs> so I'm just wondering, like, does that happen to you, and how do you handle that if it does? Yes. So range of emotions, I have them all, and I suppose for me, being able to experience, you know, like the frustration of being a parent, and it's like you've got to be out the door. There's, you know, the school bell waits for no one. And, you know, you really kind of want to make an effort to not be the late parent all the time. And you'd, and you, you're nice and you go, put, the, you know, are you ready? Is, are you, like, for example, my daughter's left her lunch on the, on the bench <laughs> this uh-huh. morning and I've got to take it up to school for her. So she had some lunch later because, you know, I feel yeah. like I need to do that today. <laughs> um, and no, I get really frustrated and I get, and I do get really angry. And, but then when I notice that, I reflect that, okay, well, this is telling me something. And for example, my anger might be telling me that I haven't set a firm enough boundary around something or something. The emotion's always telling you something. So for me, it might be I'm really tired and, um, you know, we have such busy lives. I've got three children at home and it's it's life us a lot from us and you know and it can be really tiring so yeah I have a whole range of emotions my husband calls me wild (laughs) I used to be really offended by it but now I'm quite flattered by it (laughs) but yeah emotions are just telling us that you know something needs addressing and they're normal and they come and they go yeah yeah exactly so you don't get carried away with them you're you're more you're quite mentally aware and uh, asking the question okay how did I get into this (laughs) yeah and we have to ask the question because that's that the mind construct you know it starts it goes on its own tangent and starts up making stories and goes off on its own so we have to reel that mind back in powerfully that's right and that is the journey isn't it yeah to uh keep on track even when we get pulled off a bit here and there but that's normal as a human like I think we do need to accept our human selves as well yeah that's so important I just thought I'd ask you that because that helps us understand that a little bit more yeah so you when you did the regression you experienced I think you died like you said in the and that did you were you stuck in was there any stuckness there do you know what I mean like as a spirit 
or did you pass over pretty easily in those past lives? Yeah, I I haven't had any lifetimes where I've got stuck. I move on quite quickly. Um, okay. I yeah, I feel like I've had a lot of life a lot of lifetimes. And so you uh, and you experienced the presence, obviously, of your guides and galactic levels of being yeah. or connection. I don't yeah. know what the right word is. Even though you are quite often in this psychic space, I'm just wondering what it was like, the experience of having a past life for you. In other words, how it comes to you, how that information came to you or does come to you. Like, is it visual or? It, it's like literally I'm standing in my own body, for example, if it's happening spontaneously and it's kind of like just happening beside me. Oh. So that's when it spontaneously happens. But when I when I'm in se- when I've been in session with you and I, I'm in obviously closed eyes and in trance space, it's literally m- me in the lifetime playing itself out. So sometimes I might look down and see it, and sometimes I might be in it. A little bit of bilocation, do you mean? Yeah, yeah. Or switching, switching from sort of one to the other. It feels. It's simultaneously all happening at the same time. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I, well, it's, it, we are more than just one sort of uh, a channel of being, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So there's sort of an awareness there that you, to some level of awareness that you're in, in the past life, but you're in it as well. So you're experiencing yeah. it directly yeah, so, as well. Yeah. So I'm directly experiencing and watching it at the same time, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Because people have ex- have described that before as yeah. being a bit like it is. And it's quite interesting because it's always different how we experienced it to some degree. The first time we had that experience, like many, many decades, years, centuries or whatever ago, uh, we weren't as aware, of course, as we are now, because we are experiencing a past life in current time. Like Yes. You know, we think think of us going back, but we are still, everything is to the present, isn't it? Y- yes. And that's where I, I find my mind, my human mind starts boggling when, I, when I'm sitting here talking to you and just having a normal human conversation and I start thinking with my thinking mind. It's very confusing at times if you start delving into it. But if I'm in my channeling zone, it's just like, yep, this is normal. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because they are quite different. Yeah, because we get pulled into the physical very strongly, and then, and uh, this all seems a little bit weird when we're in that other space. Yeah, yeah. There's a few other questions here I had, but I don't know if they're relevant. Um, like, do you, so the regression it unfolded in a a way where it started at the beginning and continued like a story. Like, was it like that, or was it bits and pieces that came together? No, it's a story. It was congruent. Yeah, yeah went through a story. It's quite interesting the way these things can happen to us. The other question I wanted to ask you was, what was surprising for you about that, about the regression? Did anything surprise you? Yeah, it always surprises me that what we consider, maybe normal is not the right word, but just a simple life has such a profound effect on us. You know, there's this misconception, I believe, that, you know, we we should be finding out these amazing lives from regression work, you know, like this should be something like amazing. And and we just live these normal lives that give us so much transformation information, you know, like understanding 
why things happen and how we react to them in our lifetime. And when we have regression work, we can see a simple life might be, you know, we lose someone that we really love and it has a profound effect in this lifetime. So I always find that really significant. For example, I've had a regression, my own spontaneous regression when I was doing meditation um, and I lived in the Taj Mahal. Wow. I've never been to the Taj Mahal, but I could probably tell you now, I could tell you how to get around it. And it was such a vivid, um, vivid memory, but that wasn't, um, that wasn't, didn't have any more significance because it was a, you know, like a famous landmark than what it did when, when I was just a peasant living on the land, cultivating my herbs. So I find that really fascinating that what it tells me is all lives matter, you know, all experiences and all lifetimes matter. Yes. It can be the very simple, ordinary, or even lost life that can have a profound effect. Yes. That's a very good point that you've made. Yeah. Um, like I've I've have had in the past uh, somebody who's died in the gutter, drunk, you know, and that was a profound experience for him. Like yeah. that made a big shift later on. Yeah. So it can be. So that can be a valuable life. Like we so like to discount somebody having a, a negative, ex- what we would think of as a negative experience like that. But then yeah. that can be quite profound as you said so it's a good point you've made I don't know that we've made that before but that's important for us to remember yeah it is and the and the other thing that I find fascinating about regression is you know I see my husband (laughs) a lot in my regression and it's fascinating to sometimes feel you know if you think from your thinking mind gosh I don't know this person you know you know like when you're trying to understand someone sometimes and then you reflect on regression lives and you think gosh yes I understand that person because I know that life and that life and that I and that life and you can you can create a picture a deeper picture a deeper picture about why things are the way they are in this current lifetime. So it's such a healing experience in itself. Yes, because it stops you judging so much, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. And we're very good at that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. That's that's a very big challenge for us people here on earth, isn't it? Judging, judging ourselves yeah. and judging yes. others. Yeah. I, I do hope that uh, these re- these podcasts that we're doing help people to get a bigger understanding of what's going on so that they they can be more relaxed with a lot of the things that are happening in the world because uh, I believe they're happening because they're meant to. They've got, you know, they're unfolding things. Yeah, it's it's a big conversation, that one, isn't it? Um, from my perspective also, I believe things are unfolding as they're meant to. We don't want things to unfold in what we consider unpleasant ways. But, you know, you know, nothing ever comes from anything simple, easy or good, does it? You know, big change comes from big upheaval. That usually is upheaval to get changed. How true. And you've experienced that in your own life, I think. Yeah. And, you know, it's hard, you know, if we can put words to how as humans we um, react to traumatic things we find it hard and it's it's challenging but to me personally it 
just calls us to get to know ourselves and to find out who we are. Um, and then, you know, one of the things that I learned the most about my regression with you and, and being in between lives was my role here is to work with people to support them to heal themselves, to to raise their vibration for themselves, to contribute to the planet and the world. And you're, you've got a role in helping them to do that. Yes. And that is one of the messages that I got from the Galactic Federation that that's what I'm here to do. And I've resisted it for years. And I must admit, living in alignment with that has made my life flow a lot more easier than what it has been when I've resisted and tried to do what I thought I should be doing in life. Yes. So resistance doesn't work that well. So Kylie, on that point, if there's anybody who's listening who would like to contact you, would you be okay if they contacted me and I passed your information on or not? Yes, absolutely. That's a lovely way. I work a lot that way because um, my work's of a very personal nature, like most people working, you know, one-on-one with people. And I don't tend to advertise because I feel that when people, you need to work with someone, you you find them, don't you? You find them, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, do, and do you, would you do that work um, over the internet as well? Yes, I do. I COVID meant that um, I did a lot of online work and it's really interesting too because I know a lot of people want to come in, for, in sessions and I understand that and I love it too. But because we're multidimensional beings and we're all just energy, the sessions can be even more powerful online because it's just tuning in. And if someone's with me, we might start chatting or something, you know, for example. Um, but when I'm working online, the, the connection's deep and strong. I must admit, I've found that also with the Zoom sessions I do with the regressions as well. So yes, I yeah. believe it, it can be. And I mean, there's no real space, is there? <laughs> like, no. It's uh, just as close as normal. I will just say to anyone listening that if they would like to contact Kylie to contact me and I'll pass on her information. Yeah, that's wonderful because I also, I do my work from a space of service. Um, I know that it's my, I agreed. So if I go back to my in-between lives, there was an agreement for me to come to earth to do this work. So it was already prearranged. Um, and I find it fascinating. The challenges that got me to where I am have been so profound. Um, it, it's not like I got given this this job to do on earth and this body, I'll just go do it. It hasn't been like that at all. It's been a very tenuous <laughs> journey and very challenging. And I feel that it gives it, it has enabled me to be a really compassionate healer. Um, From those experiences. Yeah. And, you know, I don't, I'm not healing. I'm just the channel for that healing. But I hold that in very high reverence and I am very honoured to, to, to do this work. I don't take it lightly, um, although I do, you know, bring lightness and laugh and bring joy into my life. That I, I'm very, 
I suppose you could say I'm pretty serious about yeah. the, Pri- the, the work. You feel privileged to be able yeah, to do Yeah, I do. That. Yes. Yeah, I really do. And there might be people who are struggling with those sort of issues as well where they're having strange experiences and not understanding them. There could be all sorts of people who might find some comfort with because yeah. you've been through that journey. But they'll know, yeah. anybody who's listening, I'm sure they'll know if that feels right. Yeah, because one of the misconceptions that I've found about, you know, living in the love and light is uh, to get to the love and light, there's some pretty dark spaces to go to. And, you know, often we can feel pretty fragile in those spaces because they may not be talked about a lot. It can feel pretty dark and scary. But that's the way to the light. Working with our shadows, the only way we can get to our light. And it's really challenging. And and I have been in many dark nights for the soul myself. Um, but yeah, I, if anyone's listening who's going through a tough time, I just want to say that you've done nothing wrong and it's just your journey to evolve as a soul in this body. That's the biggest thing that I'd say around that. Yeah, that's very helpful because it can be very confusing and you've been confused yourself. You've shared that before in when you were in those dark spaces and places without understanding fully what was going on until you came to that understanding that it was just part of the journey. Yeah, and that's the key word that you just said then. It's the journey and you can't, it's like, you know, like if you're driving your car and you want to go from, say, Noosa to Brisbane, you have to get in the car and you have to either follow the GPS or drive the road and there's going to be stop signs and there's going to be roundabouts and there might even be a car accident in the way, you know, like there's this journey that we have to go through from point A to point B. And and I feel that one of the conditionings of humans here is like, we just have to get to the destination. And it misses so much of what our body and our spirit and our soul needs to experience along the way. The way, yeah, yeah, because that helps to get us there and that's getting us there. Yeah, yeah we have to have the, the experiences along the way to evolve our journey. Yes. Yeah, and to, and to get, and of course, once you get to that place, then there's another <laughs> place up ahead. <laughs> yes, so then you get to your destination, and then there's like an onion peeling, and it's like, well, they, <laughs> I can hear them laughing now. It's like clapping, going yes, and now on to the next lesson yeah, and leveling right. up. You know, like it's it's a celebration because it's like, yep, you're evolving, you're evolving, you're evolving. We're here to evolve. Yes, that's right. Yeah. And and there can be a lot of fun and lightness on the way as well once we understand what's going on. It's a lot easier once we understand what's going on. We can go with the flow. I've, that's what I've found anyway. Yes. Yeah. And so you may, may be able to help some people with that. And if there's anyone listening, they can contact me and I will definitely help to pass that information on. I think we've had a lovely talk together. I just want to ask you if there's anything else you want to add before we finish. I just want to say that we all need to give ourselves a huge pat on the back for being such brave souls to be down here on earth because it's no mean feat. It's really challenging. It is. Um, it is. And the challenge is to, you know, learn to manage our minds and to keep this body in reasonable order so that it can function for our soul experience. And it's really challenging. So I, you know, take my hat off to each and every one of us who's down here, you know, 
doing our best. <laughs> thank you, thank you for sharing that, <laughs> Kylie. That is very sweet because I agree with you completely. Um, yeah. And we we think we should be doing better all the time, judging ourselves, and we really we need do. to give ourselves a bit of a relaxation. With yeah, that. we do. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing that information. It's uh, great to have you on the podcast. My pleasure. Thanks, Karen. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in today. Please feel free to access my website, lifebetweenlivesregression.com.au for much more information about past lives and life between lives. You also might want to tune in to my Twitter and my Instagram account and my Facebook page, Karen Joy Author. On my website, you will find case studies explored in depth in my blogs and in my books and locate other useful information and resources. Thank you for listening.